You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's popped up, shallow center field. Correa is out, calling everyone off. He's there, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. Now, the Houston Astros are 2017 American League West champions. Another Astros podcast. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Astros missed out on a chance to sweep, unfortunately, losing to the White Sox 3-1 to yesterday. And You look at the way that game started out. Carson Fulmer had to leave after just three batters, the starter for the White Sox, uh, developing the blister on his pitching hand. And It was going to be a bullpen game for Chicago, and it seemed like it was in the Astros' favor, but the White Sox bullpen, for the most part, was able to, to keep the bats quiet. Yeah, they did. You know, most of the time you go to the bullpen, uh, you only have seven relievers, maybe eight relievers. Uh, they they used all of them and still had a couple more so it's september baseball you're 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 never going to run out of pitching um and their their guys came in and did did a good job we couldn't really get anything started first time through the order we did a little bit got a couple walks got a couple hits hit a homer by mccann uh but after that we were pretty quiet and a few walks from keichel and a, a few timely hits did us in you mentioned the the home run by McCann, and you know he was really struggling offensively before he went on the disabled list with with the knee injury, and you know got anti-inflammatory, and since coming back at an over 300, and, and clearly seems like he's much better with with that knee and, and with what he's doing at the plate. Yeah, you know when he has his his legs underneath him and he's under control and he doesn't feel like he has to generate, you know his bat speed picks up a little bit. His pitch selection is usually always good. Uh, he get get a couple pitches to hit and pulling the ball with some authority. So I. I like the way that his body his body control is much better, and it, and it starts with just feeling good standing in the box. And, and it's amazing what a couple of weeks off and, a, and a, uh, anti-inflammatories and some, some rest will do for a guy like him. You look at Dallas Keuchel's outing. I mean, back-to-back innings in the second and third bases loaded less than two outs and got through those two with only two combined runs scoring and uh, still a, a, a more labor-intensive outing than we're used to seeing from Keuchel, but six innings, two runs. Yeah, no, it was a good outing for him. It wasn't his best, and he he you know danced around the strike zone a couple hitters, and it and it came back to to hurt him. But um, he's feeling good, which is good. The ball's coming out of his hand nice. He's using his cutter a little bit more. Uh, there's a ton of conviction in what he's doing. The ball's still on the ground, so um, only a couple missed pitches out of him where he where he was trying to induce some ground balls and, and ended up below the zone. He walked a guy with the bases loaded. Things that that normally don't happen for him, but. Um, you know, as you can tell, even on his days where he's just okay, he keeps us in game, gave us a chance to win. He had no margin for error given we weren't swinging the bats. Speaking of the rotation, <laughs> getting some good news uh, as far as your rotation for this weekend series against the Angels because Sunday was in doubt whether McCullers would be able to start. Yeah, he's going to start, and we'll, we'll see how far he can go. Uh, it would be nice to get him back on the mound. He had an excellent bullpen, felt great coming out of it, played catch yesterday, felt good. We're going to give him Sunday start. We'll push McHugh back to Monday in Texas and get him another outing as well so it you know has the look of a six-man rotation it won't be six guys in a row like that because Keuchel and Verlander will come back in Texas and pitch and then we'll deal with Boston once we get closer to Boston but um, it certainly will be nice to write McCullers' name in the pitching slot and see how far he can go. And you talk about McCullers and McHugh to a certain extent too I imagine you want to see them showing that they're healthy and 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 as close to as 100 percent as they can be going into the postseason yeah we need to see some things to make to make some assessments and and see how it all slots in and how we can fit our roster together and and you know both have playoff experience both of them can help us win i'm not sure which way we're going to go right now but getting them off the mound multiple times and getting them in games and seeing them you know be themselves is key this next 10 days 
AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with Alex Bregman. First of all, Alex, I want to ask you, what in the world's going on with LSU football? Oof, you know, we lost one, and that puts a damper on my off-season plans. But, um... How so? I plan on going back and watching an undefeated LSU team play, but (laughs) you know what? If they win out, and still be in the national championship game. You still feel confident that this team has the capabilities to win out? Hey, you never know. Uh, you got to get you got to get hot at the right time, and yeah. they have the athletes to do it. Guys, the running back feel like he's a Heisman Trophy candidate. Oof, they got to start winning if that's the case, yeah. and uh, he's got to get going. He's having a pretty good start, but he's got to get going. Hey, the other day uh, during the celebration, you and I were talking, and you were stumping for Carlos Beltran, thinking about man, he's the pick to click leading you guys down the stretch into the playoffs, one of the best of all time in the postseason. What gives you confidence that he's the guy? I mean, I know you talk to him a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just a guy who's not going to be phased by anything during the in the postseason. He's been there before. He's played for 20 years. And this second half, he's been he's been really driving the ball. And especially as of late, he's been driving the baseball. And his contact is, is, is getting harder and harder. I think he's, he's going to have a huge postseason for us. I was watching this YouTube the other day, Alex, and I saw this YouTube about you, and uh, it showed some of the things back at LSU when you were there playing baseball. What was the number eight, and what did that mean uh, when you got a chance to wear that number? Yeah, it was, it was basically just like the captain uh, of the team, and it got passed down. Um, actually, Mikey Matuk of the Tigers was the first one to wear it, and then it got passed down t- um, two other times, and then I got it. And um, Was it somebody's number that, that uh, was there before? Uh, no, Mikey was the first one okay. to uh, start the tradition and just started passing it down. And it's basically like the captain of the team's jersey, and it was a really special thing. One of your teammates that was talking about was talking when you came in as a freshman. He thought he worked hard, but uh, it was nowhere close to what you were doing. You were driven, man. You come out of high school almost like you have a chip on your shoulder. You still play like that. I mean, where does that come from? Yeah, I think it's just from growing up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I think there's probably... 10 people uh, in the state that have made it to the big leagues Um, and just having to really basically work for everything and um, being not the most toolsy player in the world not the 6-4 lot of power, big time arm just I guess basically just having to work for everything and having to having to grind for it and um, I think that I think having to do all that has, has made me a better baseball player taught you to play the game the right way because when I see you as a young player I see you doing a lot of little savvy things Uh, who taught you how to play um I'd say honestly back in uh back in high school um I played for an organization called the Albuquerque Baseball Academy Uh and a guy by the name of Mike Foote who um played pro ball for a while coached in college um and now he runs that organization he uh he really taught me my knowledge of the game. You had those clinics last year in the off season. Tell everybody what those were. Are you going to do that again this off season? Yeah, we we had uh, Rake City baseball camps, and they were for um, kids in Houston, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana. We did one in Albuquerque. We did one in Chicago, and um, just to try and help kids get better at the game, and also at the same time um, raise some money for autism. I think this year we're, we'll probably have one or two camps, but. I think we're going to do a banquet this year, in, in uh, one in Baton Rouge, one in Houston, and one in Chicago for autism to try and raise some money. Can you try to uh, round up some of your buddies to help you with those clinics? Definitely. Round, round up a bunch of uh, 
minor league guys um, that are my buddies and and that aren't making a lot of money in the minor leagues and that are that would have to get a job otherwise. Yeah. So you bring them you bring them on and have give them give them a job during the off season. That way they can focus on baseball the whole off season. How can people find out about that? It's all over social media. It's on our website, uh, rakecityapparel.com, and um, we'll have it we'll have it out uh, as soon as we have the dates. Last thing, you ready for the playoffs? Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. I'm super excited, and it's going to be a blast. We just got to play our best baseball at the right time. We're excited too, man. Tear them up the rest of the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.